Dear passengers, welcome on board. You're listening to Movies for Airplanes, a flying film festival podcast. This flight will take you to the country of documentary and animation short films. Today, we have the pleasure to fly along with the directors Chris Philippone and Jamie Meltzer. Their documentary, Huntsville Station, takes place at the bus station where some inmates, just released from prison, enjoy their first moments of freedom. Huntsville Station has been screened on Swiss Airlines long old flights and won the Silver Wings Prize in our festival's fourth edition. As we take off, please adjust the volume of your headphones and enjoy your flight. Hi, my name is Jamie Meltzer and I'm one of the directors behind um, Huntsville Station. I've been making films for a long time, more than 20 or so years, and I've always been interested in documentary filmmaking. To me, it's just an exciting form of storytelling. I like to explore different possibilities within documentary, and I, I just love that it connects me more deeply with um, the world around me. And hi, I'm Chris Philippone. I really started in documentary filmmaking when I was an undergraduate during um, at Temple University in Philadelphia, where I studied political science and film. And there was a kind of natural kinship between those two fields. You know, eventually that, that led me down the path of really starting to pursue my own work and think differently about the form. And I went to graduate school and, and studied under Jamie at Stanford University. And, and that's where I really started to experiment and think a little bit differently about how this um, documentary can form can you know, express things beyond just, um, you know, overt statements, but can really tap into sort of people's experiences on screen in very intimate, direct, and, and complicated ways. What's up, man? It's your big brother, man. Man, it's like, you know, I'm free, man. I'm outside in this, in this free world, man. I'm pretty great. I, I, I'm, listen, I'm finna get ready to get on these Greyhound bus right now. I'll be in Dallas probably about anywhere I've been, I've been, I've been Dallas about three and a half hours. Well, I, I got this GPS thing on me, so I really ain't gonna be able to make too many moves. But uh, say, man, I love y'all, man. I miss y'all. I'm on my way to the half. So I was a graduate student at Stanford University, and, and Jamie was my professor at the time. And you know, I'm I'm always interested in ideas around around the concept of freedom, but not necessarily in the American sense of like freedom to acquire things or property or whatever it is, but maybe freedom from, you know, backbreaking labor or forms of oppression, whatever it might be. And so, um, you know, I was naturally looking into reentry programs um, for people who were just released from prison and came across this photo essay in the Texas Tribune um, and, you know, was really intrigued by the bus station adjacent to this prison in Texas. And I brought the idea up to Jamie and... Jamie, if you want to jump in. Yeah, I had actually been down to um, the bus station for a previous documentary film. So we've been talking about it with Chris and it just felt like a really nice convergence of our two perspectives on this one place. And we decided to work together. The biggest challenge in, in making this film for us was shooting the film over several days. And each day kind of brought a different set of people you know, to us. And so essentially we were there when people were being released from the prison. And then we might only have um, as little as 15, 20 minutes to them, or maybe as much as a couple hours with them 
before a bus came to take them to the next destination. So our film was all about this moment when they're released and until they go off on the bus. So we had to really quickly build um, relationships and trust with people. And I think we, what we found later, um, some of the things that we found was that we wanted to replicate the experience that we had um, being there in this place. So at first there was this kind of storm of activity that you're waiting for and then it happens and you, all these people are getting out of prison. They're all at the bus station and they're calling home. They're interacting with another. They're feeling a lot of emotions. And then they get on the buses and you're, you're kind of left in this almost total emptiness and, and silence. And that experience that we were having was, um, you know, very intense and we were connecting with people and, and, and then we were just kind of like left to sit with it. And we wanted to take the viewer through those same sets of emotions and experiences that we went through. You know, the camera reflected a little bit of the chaos that you see early on in the film with, you know, men pulling out cell phones, their initial conversations, cameras handheld at that point. And we knew once that first bus left, things quieted down, we could pivot stylistically with the camera as well. And and put it on a tripod and lock it down and just force the audience to be present with these men and feel the weight of what they're feeling, that, that complicated weight of freedom that we don't normally expect when you think of someone being released from prison, but with, that was more of the experience that they had undergone. You know, part of the challenge of making this film was the, you know, the question of, as the parolees are released, would they be receptive to being filmed? And I feel like, you know, interestingly and, and more often than not, the moment for them was of being released was so much bigger than our presence with the camera and sound recorder. Um, and so it kind of allowed us to, you know, obviously we would have a conversation with them, tell them what we were doing, but the moment was just so big for them that it allowed us to kind of just be with them in those individual moments and, and sort of trace that experience with, you know, a little bit more closeness um, and, and be able to get that kind of sense of empathy across um, that, that comes through in the film. So, you know, typically a lot of times I think in documentary, we talk about bringing the camera in and how that changes things. And in this case, it was the moment was just so large for them that we were able to really, you know, be with them. And, and other times people would pull us aside, you know, and, and say, you know, that there's a, a scene in there where a man pull, pulled us aside and essentially wanted to reflect on the 30 years he had been in prison. I know one thing. This is like really overwhelming for me. Who else it's too much. I'm ready to lay down and close my eyes. She ain't been asleep all night. I ain't slept since yesterday. That's a little fall. Who else they call home? Like I told everybody, just a donation, call home, whatever to our I think with a film like this, where it's more observational and immersive, and that was a style that we, um, an approach we embraced from the beginning as almost a, a limitation. For instance, we, we didn't want to do interviews because I think we knew that if we did them, we'd kind of become very reliant on them. And in not doing them, it sort of allowed us to um, be with people. I think one of the more interesting things about the film is what we don't know and what we have to kind of like read into and how that makes us pay attention as an audience even more. I mean, we don't know in any case why someone was imprisoned in this film. They don't talk about that. We don't focus on that. And um, that was purposeful to not have a glut of information um, 
so that we could find a different way to invite the viewer in. And I think relative to like the political stance of the film, I think that's, we imagine that being sort of more open, you know, because um, the film is sort of more open to what the viewer brings to it. But hopefully it does make them see um, the criminal justice system a different way, a way more full of empathy for those who are coming out of that system. And I think the main thing that, that people have gotten from it is just a connection, an un- unlikely connection with people in, the, in this, with this moment that they otherwise would have had no access to. You know, in some ways, I don't, I don't know that viewers are going to learn something, um, you know, capital L, learn uh, something like they might in a traditional documentary, but they might encounter emotions and feelings and ultimately um, have the capacity for empathy with this men that they see on screen. And, and really, that is in many ways a lot of the goal um, with this project and a lot of the work that we do is to build those spaces for empathy and, and have people connect when you're making a film about the criminal justice system in the U.S., you also have to acknowledge and that there are so many other films that um, tackle those topics. And so what I think we're doing as filmmakers is thinking about what is a new way to get people to connect with this this story, because the, the information is kind of out there. But like how how do we more deeply connect them in a more unique way? Um, to get them interested in thinking about this issue, which they're confronted with every day, but they need a new way to see it, a new way to experience it. And hopefully we're providing that in, in Huntsville Station. I've done a lot of short form work and I'm ready to make the, you know, jump the leap to doing feature length documentaries. And so I'm currently um, co-directing a project with a Filipino American filmmaker, RJ Lozada, about a Philippine ship that is permanently shipwrecked in the middle of the South China Sea that is staffed with eight Marines who um, observe Chinese ships surrounding the shoal where they are. They play cards, they fish. They don't do very much. Um, well, they do some things, but we're, we're working on gaining access to that. And we received a grant recently to, to begin further work on it. So, yeah, that, that's probably the main thing I'm working on currently. Um, for myself, I'm developing it's kind of a visual essay on the climate crisis. I think I'm trying to kind of put together a lot of those individual kind of moments that represent the myriad of like impacts and stories around the climate crisis just in California as a way to kind of immerse the viewer and have them reflect on this system that we're inside of. And hopefully that gets them to kind of like see it in a new way and, you know, maybe um, think about it in a different way and maybe be more proactive um, in terms of the the change um, we would all love to see. You've been listening to Movies for Airplanes, a Flying Film Festival podcast. If you missed Huntsville Station, check it out on Flying Film Festival Facebook and Instagram pages. We'd like to thank Chris Filippon and Jamie Meltzer for being with us. This podcast was brought to you by Swiss Airlines. Every two years, Swiss Airlines long-haul flights host the Flying Film Festival, a documentary and animation short film competition. The voice you're hearing is Andy Joe, author and sound producer of this podcast. You can now unbuckle your seatbelts and we hope you'll fly with us again.